This is BB Radio, and I'm your host, Katherine Dean. On today's episode, I'm talking with you girls about depression. This is something that a lot of us have faced, some of us are currently dealing with, and I think it's a topic that honestly is not too sensitive to talk about because a lot of us, you know, when, like for, for myself, I was depressed for a while, um, probably maybe... I don't want to say half my life, but a very good portion of my life. Since I was maybe about 12 years old, I experienced depression. Um, And it went through a variety of stages. You know, like you have depression where you're beating yourself up, talking to yourself real crazy, to maybe you want to harm yourself, to, you know, just really having this very down, um, downward spiral, I should say, perspective towards life and for yourself. And I want to let you know that it's normal, right? All of us humans have experienced this, whether you are aware of it or not. Um, But it's just some of us experience it a little bit more severe, I should say. Um, And this could be a chemical imbalance. This could be a hormonal imbalance. This could be a traumatic situation that's happened to you. Um, There's a variety of things that trigger depression. So that's why I say it's normal because, you know, you have anything pop off. Somebody could say something to you that somebody you really care about can say something to you. And their words cripple you for like five months, six months, and you have no idea what in the world's going on. And you're moping around. Maybe you're not eating as much or maybe you're overeating. Maybe you're overindulging in some things or maybe, you know, you're just not into it. Like you don't feel like going to work. You don't feel like engaging with people and you don't know what's wrong with you. You might be depressed. But have no fear, cat is here, okay? Because I'm about to get you out of this depression or at least get you on the pathway to pulling yourself out of this because at the end of the day, it is all in your head, boo. It, it literally is. And coming from a girl who's experienced a lot of depression, girl, looking back on it, I'm like, damn, if somebody would have just told me that this was literally all in my head and that I'm low-key crazy, not like in a mean way or derogatory way, but like in a real way, like I'm overanalyzing things. I'm literally beating myself up for something that I should not be beating myself up for. So it's like crazy in that essence. You understand? It's it's like it's wild more so than anything else. So before we get into that, though, I want to thank you girls so much for tuning into this episode. Two things that I got to address. Number one, you girls killed that dollar sale. Okay. If you did not know, we did a dollar sale. I want to say it was on Saturday, Saturday to Sunday. Or was that Friday to Saturday? Girl, I can't even remember. It was so much going on. So many orders. But at the end of the day, you girls got that, okay? And as promised, I'm going to be doing some episodes pertaining to the Babbage Manual so that that way you can definitely know how to utilize this wonderful resource and, you know, be able to take it to the next level, you know, take everything to the next level, your mindset, your money, you know, how you feel about yourself because there's gems in there. There's gems in there. There's affirmations in there. There's things that can really help cultivate you because I, I I know it works because I'm doing the shit, okay? I read my own book. I read my own affirmations. Girl, I'll be up in here. I'm working on the tabletop theory right now. Okay, I said, shoot, we got to be both solid, cat. Okay, we got to have a foundation. So, yeah, so that's that's what I'm working on personally. But I want to thank you girls for that. And I also too want to thank you for bringing so many amazing people into this community. I don't know what happened, um, but over the last week, I've gotten so many DMs particularly, okay, from so many people. But particularly, or I just said that right, but... <laughs> I have um, begun a lot of DMs from men that are listening to the podcast. Now, look, I have been told men listen to the podcast. I've been told, like, you know, here and there, like, oh, yeah, I listen to your podcast a while. And I'm like, what? You know what I mean? Like, what do you mean? And I know that it's motivational. Um, so it's like you, you know, of course you take, you change the pronouns, you go from she to he, you know, and, and you kind of just, you know, apply the information from there. 
but there's so many men that listen to this podcast. So welcome to the tribe, gentlemen. Okay, please know that this content is it's catered towards women because I mean, that's just how we started the game out. You know what I mean? Like it was just like bad bitch talking to women, blah, blah, blah. But my content is for everyone. You understand? It's literally for everyone because all I'm trying to do is motivate you and get you to the next level, help you build some confidence, help you have more self-love. That is like my whole mission. So I am so happy that you're here. And ladies, let's welcome these men with open arms, honey, because some of them might be fine and some of them might be your next baby daddy, okay? Might be your next husband, okay, girl? You better watch out because for this conference, we're going to all link up, okay? So you never know. You better make sure that weave is ready, Okay. <laughs> Because ain't nothing like an enlightened man. Okay, especially if he's enlightened on the species. Oh, baby. You know what I mean? That way you don't have to, to help him out. You ain't got to mold him on. He's already ready to go. You know, so I like that. Nevertheless, though, welcome. And uh, what I was going to say, one more thing. Oh, yes. Okay. We're going to have to do a How to Be a Bad Bitch part two and a half. Okay, just like how they did the Lion King two and a half. What, wasn't that Lion King? Yeah, something like that when they did all the remakes. Listen. I forgot some information to tell you girls. And I don't know how I forgot this, but I got, it's pertaining to body particularly, but I have some gems that I have to drop on you that I did not, body and health, like body health wellness. I don't know how I forgot that, but if you want to look out, there'll be, um, how to be a bad bitch, two and a half. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> the episode's going to drop this week. Cause what's so crazy is that how to be a bad bitch episode went out, right? So now I love you girls. So I look at a lot of you girls profiles. You know, I'm all into your business and stuff like that because I love you. You know, and you in my business. So we, we in it together. I have noticed and I even got messages about girls who have done some things from that episode, like changed their nail color or got their eyebrows done. Girl, I'm talking about I'm seeing some of you girls like I don't even recognize you. OK, bodies on point, meal prep on point. Girl, stop playing with me. Stop, stop, stop playing with me. Okay, I'm so proud of y'all. Like, I'm like, Z. <laughs> it's going to be a hot summer. It's about to be a hot, blazing summer. Okay. Girl, they're not going to be ready for us. They're not going to be ready for us. Like, our body's going to be on point. Our money's going to be popping. Okay. Our makeup, our eyes, our... Girl, stop. Okay, so anyway... <laughs> There will be a two and a half part episode to how to be a bad bitch. So definitely be on the lookout for that. And I'm so proud of you girls. You look fucking awesome. Yes. Okay. So let's get into this episode, right? About depression, because this is a real topic. This is not something that we should just play around with because we all have experienced this. Or like I said, some of us may be going through it right now. Now I'm gonna give you some background, some details, and then I'm gonna give you some insight. Now, um, I have heard people say that depression does not exist. I remember a friend of mine for a long time, his pretty, I mean, so the whole time I've known him, I've known this man now for like 15, 16 years. Girl, he would tell me he had never, he, he does, he's never been depressed or he's never, um, or, or not, okay, he's never been depressed in addition to that he doesn't believe in depression. I said, what? You know what I mean? Like, what do you mean? He said, I think it's all in their heads, you know? He's like, uh, you know, I, I just don't think that it's possible. You know, why, why would you beat yourself up? Why would you talk down to yourself like that? Blah, 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 blah. Girl, about maybe seven years into me knowing this dude, we're just friends and everything, but um, into me knowing him and everything, girl, this man hit rock bottom, okay? And I'm talking about everything that he had been suppressing had popped out, honey, emotions, people, situations, and girl, life whooped his behind. Girl, I'm talking about did a whoop, 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 whoop combo, okay? 
And he was literally lost and trying to figure himself out. And what was so interesting was um, during this whole time, I was I was around him, you know, what I'm saying helping him, motivating him, doing what I do. But I'm like, you know, just just curious, you know, what I mean, do, do you believe depression is real? You know what I mean? Because I've seen you moping around this joint. I've seen you sad and depleted and, and, and all these other things. Do you believe it now? And he was like, yeah. Now, this is coming from a person who does not get on a bandwagon of thoughts and theories. You know, everything has to be very analytical. So for him to admit this, knowing what he has said, knowing how strong girl, I'm talking about would talk about people that said that they was depressed, girl, like on some negative stuff. And I'm not saying it's karma. You know, what I am saying is, is that. Life has a very interesting way of, of, of enlightening you and showing you how other people live. You understand? It's showing you what other people are dealing with because some of us, we think it's nothing. You know, some of us, like, for instance, you know, you, you might not have any children, right? And when you look at parenting, you might think that parenting is easy. You know, you'd be like, oh, you know what I'm saying? You just got to feed the kid a couple of meals, you know, play with them, blah, 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 and you're good to go. Baby, unless you've been a parent, <laughs> you have no idea. Okay, because it, it's very little to do with just the physical maintenance. It has to do with the mentality and also to spearheading this little baby. Okay, you got to make sure that the future is set up. You can't just be worrying about today. Okay, so being a mom is very, very, very different than what you think it is. And that's the same with depression. Unless you've experienced it, baby, you can't tell me <laughs> what it's like to literally hate yourself. You can't tell me unless you've been through it. That's the only way you can relate. You understand? So... At the end of the day, you know, uh, he changed his mindset, of course, towards that. And he's still kind of overcoming some things mentally. But what I realized from that experience, even for myself, I was depressed. Um, I started depression, that whole journey when I was about 11 years old. And I was actually going to commit suicide. I was um, I was uh, sent to a mental institution uh, for a week to do um, some analyzing and stuff. There was nothing wrong with me. I just, I was too damn smart. You know what I mean? And I think that when I said I was going to commit suicide, the way I told them I was going to do it, I think that shit freaked them out. Man, I was like 11 years old. And it was like, nah, girl, we got to, we, we, we got to analyze her, you know? And it was really because I was sad because my father wasn't around. I felt like my father chose his own life and his own priorities over me. I was the only child. And, um, it was one of those things, like biologically the only child I do, um, I have had stepbrothers over the years. Um, but the thing is, is that, you know, um, I, I, I just didn't understand why he didn't love me. I didn't understand why he didn't want to be around me. I thought it was something wrong with me. And so I wanted to kill myself, you know? And uh, again, that's normal. A lot of us have experienced that. So please, and that's why I'm saying it's so, so lightweight because in my journey of life coaching, I've realized that baby, please. And some of us want to kill ourselves for something that's really, it may be small to some people, but you know, it doesn't really matter. We've all experienced it. So I mean, not all of us, but a lot of us have. Um, but nevertheless, though, that's what I experienced. And so around that time frame of depression and sadness, et cetera, et cetera, you know, where I went to that mental institution for a week, they told my mother I was fine. It's my mother. They did a psych evaluation, all kind of stuff. And they said that she was good. You know, maybe she just had a moment, sadness, et cetera, but she'll be okay. But from then, I remember they tried to put me on uh, medication. I think it was Xanax, I believe, or something like that. Girl, look. That shit had me tweaked out, girl. I was on zombie mode. I remember I went to a party. Girl, went to a party, took one of those so that way I can be, I guess, at ease. And, or just try, try to follow my, my, my medicine regimen. You know what I mean? Girl, went to the party, baby, and sat on the floor the whole time at the party on some weird shit. Okay? I don't suggest antidepressants. Now, if you if you take antidepressants and they're working for you, fantastic. But I don't think they work with my body composition, baby, because we was tweaked out. 
And I did not like that feeling, okay? So, just, just putting that out there. I did not like it. It was weird for me. It was too weird. Now, nevertheless, though, um, when I experienced that, it really started to spark something in my head. Like, what's wrong with me? What's going on with me? I tried to do some self-work during that time, but I was so young. I really didn't even know what I was doing, but I knew I had to start feeling better. So I would try to tell myself different things. I would, you know, boost myself up, tell myself I was beautiful, et cetera, et cetera. And so I created a fake confidence for a while. I've always been a low-key confident person, meaning like I know who I am. I stand strong in my own. I have my own opinion, that whole kind of a thing. But as far as my placement in the world, because I'm dark-skinned. Right. And so when you grow up in a world that is not favorable to your complexion, you get treated differently. Not me just being an African-American woman. I, I mean, in the sense of me being dark skinned, like guys didn't want to talk to me growing up. They were all into the lighter women. Um, you know, I, I, as far as friends were concerned, I mean, I had people that would talk to me, but no close kinship. Like it was weird, you know, um, and it had nothing to do with me and African-American because I grew up in an African-American environment. But I think it was just lighter skinned girls were favored. So that, you know, when you're at an age when you're trying to be with boys, <laughs> pretty much, and they don't want you per se. Only, let's say this, from like maybe I started finding boys attractive, maybe like second grade or so. From like second grade up until my sixth grade year, I didn't have a boyfriend. Boys was like, ugh. Got in sixth grade, I was with a dude from like sixth grade to eighth grade, right? Fantastic, okay? But the whole time, girl, I found out when we got older that he was having sex with other women, other girls, I should say, at the school. Because I was virginal, girl. I was sheltered growing up, okay? So I didn't know nothing about sex. I didn't know nothing about drugs. I didn't know nothing about anything, okay, other than going to school and after school activities. I barely watched television. I barely listened to music. Girl, my first rap song that I heard was Bone Thugs and Harmony, okay? Uh, meet Me at the Crossroads. Well, not Meet Me at the called Crossroads. That was the first rap song I'd ever heard in my life okay so <laughs> the girl was sheltered and the thing is is that like after eighth grade or so like my depression kind of started when I was around sixth seventh grade and so I had a boyfriend during that time but he, he you know he was around he liked me blah blah blah, blah but <sighs> let's say this cat always has liked um men Okay, so what that means is that, you know, sometimes I would like to, you know, engage with multiple men, you know, like, you know, not have multiple boyfriends, but like, you know, this guy's my friend, this guy may be my man, but like, you know, I engage with other guys, so I would flirt with other guys, I would, you know, blah, 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 and they would not respond to me, you know. Um, so it was really weird. It was really weird. Only up until I started speaking to myself differently, started experiencing different things, um, doing, some, like I said, some, some baby self-work because I really didn't know what I was doing. Only up until then was I able to create a fake confidence and then go out into the world and, you know, stop telling myself these stories, especially about being dark skinned and not wanted, et cetera, et cetera. So that kind of helped pull me out of my depression. Now, I experienced depression in a variety of different stages in my life. Like, for instance, after you have a baby, you go through postpartum depression. Um, I did not experience that with three of my children, but my last child, girl, that postpartum, girl, knocked me out, girl. I would have had that shit for years. Okay, postpartum is nothing to play with. And I want to let you girls know too, if you just had a baby, okay, or, or, or you're about to have a baby, I need you to prepare yourself for this postpartum shit, okay? And, and, and because it's real. And the postpartum is really just 
your hormones going back to its normal place. Because for instance, for almost nine, 10 months, your body has been, a, a, you know, chemically is a composition of a variety of things. So now you're going back to your normal OG self. So you have to wing off all those hormones. So that should have you going crazy. It will even have you looking at your baby crazy. Okay, making you not want to have your baby. Like this postpartum shit is real, baby. It's so real. It will have you messed up. So what you have to do is really get into some healthy shit, drink a lot of water, you know what I'm saying? Low keys, like start exercising, start eating healthy, getting that vitamin C in there, going outside, walking, being active. So then that way you can help balance out those hormones and you can get those baby hormones and all about it there. Okay, so you can get back to yourself. Because if not, that should have take you over, girl. You'll be, ooh, baby, I have a client now, girl. We going through it. And I'm there for, you know, we cry together, we ride together, but postpartum is real baby so definitely if you are um having a baby or had a baby prepare yourself for that that means that you know you just have to mentally stay healthy so gave you a lot of backstory right a lot of background so then that way this is a comfortable place because I never want you to feel as though I am judging or I am telling you something to do that I don't quite have a lot of expertise with um so that's why I gave you the backstory now how I started combating um, depression as I got older, because when I was younger, I just was making it work. But as I got older, I learned that I was depressed. I learned that I had something that I was dealing with. And so what I started doing was putting in a certain amount of effort into the way I lived. So it started out with my lifestyle choices, what I eat. That was my first thing. I realized that, and I had heard this before, but um, meat, for instance. Um, so, you know, they kill animals, right, in order to give us meat. Now, the thing about it is that when they kill these animals, these animals are going through trauma. Some of these animals are not healthy. You know what I'm saying? So it's a whole different variety of, of situations going on. When you ingest this dead animal that maybe went through some shock or some torment or et cetera, you take on those hormones in your body, take on that energy into your body, I should say. And so what happens is, is that it has an adverse effect to you. Now, some people may agree or some people may not dis disagree, but it's it's factual. You know what I mean? It's not something I made up. I researched this stuff and I can see it to be true. And on a, on a logical aspect, I can see it to be true. You know what I mean? Like if somebody, you know, something gets killed, you know what I'm saying, gets shot, you know, decapitated or whatever, you know, they be doing to these poor animals, you know, and then the next thing, you know, you know, that shock because the body wasn't prepared for that. You know what I mean? And, and so you have that and then you're digesting that. So what happened for me was when I started cutting back on meat, like for instance, I don't eat red meat. Let me say this out of a whole year, I might eat red meat twice, maybe three times pork. I only eat bacon and I, and I'm, and I've been cutting down on that. I probably eat pork bacon maybe once a month, maybe once every two months. Um, or, or, or further apart from there. Um, I do eat fish, but not as often. Um, I eat shrimp, but not as much. Um, maybe out of the year shrimp, maybe six times fish, maybe around the same six to 10 times. Um, for the most part, I'm into pastas. I'm into veggies. Now, some people may say pastas have all that starch and it creates mucus, et cetera. But girl, I'm like, what am I supposed to eat, baby? Cause I don't really eat meat like that. What am I supposed to eat? You know, I can't eat vegetables all day. I've done that. I've, whew, I've done veggies and a fruit all day. Girl, you be eating damn near every hour. Every hour and a half, girl, you like, where the food at? My stomach, please feed me, somebody. You know, and you end up spending more money because you're steady buying salads. You know, so it's like, you know, you, you try to find a good balance. But what I had noticed was um, when it came down to um, 
my health and my, what I was eating, I noticed that when I changed my diet, it changed my mindset, or at least the way I felt about myself. I had more energy. You ever ate a burger and then all of a sudden you feel like doing nothing? That's because of, you know, a, a lot of different things. Of course, you have the fat. You actually have the actual animal product in your body, the hormones, this is and that. So it's a lot of different things that go into it. So, you know, you might want to cut down on the meat tremendously. So then and, and see the results of it because you'll notice like in the beginning, you know, it's a mental thing. So you're probably like, oh, my God, what am I going to eat? But if you keep going, keep going a couple more days, you'll find different things to eat because it's really not that bad. You can eat rice. Girl, they got rice. You can make rice all kinds of ways. You can put rice in wraps. Put put, you know, if you need some chicken, put some some little chicken on the rice. Girl, get you some orange sauce. Girl, you could do rice with salt and butter and sugar. You can do veggies. Girl, steamed broccoli with salt. Girl, possibilities. And you can do butter pasta. You know what I'm saying? With a little garlic butter. You could do all kinds of things. There's so many different things out here. You don't have to have meat. The thing is, though, the more fruits and vegetables that you put into your body, it's going to start changing your chemical balance. It's going to start changing things with inside, like inside of you that you can't control. Because sometimes, OK, with depression, you're going to have to go bigger than depression. OK, because you can't always dissect every single thought, everything like how I got here. You got to go bigger than depression because I knew I couldn't fight my depression. I knew I wasn't strong enough because I'm like, she, if I can't fight depression, how the, how the hell am I going to fight it enough to get out of it? You know what I mean? Like, I couldn't shake it. Girl, I'm talking about when I was depressed, different phases in my life. Girl, I was depressed, girl, like, ready to go, ready to get up out of here. Girl, I used to sit in my closet and cry all day. Girl, I was just, like, out of it, like, not feeling it. But I knew I wanted to get out. I, I knew it was a voice in my head that said, Kat, we can get out. We can get out. But I'm just like, okay, how? Like, help me and I realized I had to go bigger than me okay it was more of an instinct than anything else so I started changing my diet then the next thing I started doing was drinking a lot of water I started drinking a lot of fucking water now I told you girls about this in a bad bitch how to be a bad bitch but water who when it comes to that depression and those mood swings stuff like that get you some water get you a gallon baby start drinking that gallon per day it will change your depression it will change you it's because sometimes hydration has something to do with depression you can be dehydrated. You can be, you know, need you malnourished pretty much. And that's why you're depressed. There's different things that cause depression. It, it doesn't have to be what traditionally what we think it is. So beef up on your water. Beef up on your water. Drink it every single day. Watch it change you. Because I remember that was one of the first things that I did. Even before the meet, it was one of the first things I did was start drinking more water. Because I said, maybe if I can just, you know, detox myself in some degrees, I would feel better. When I started drinking the water, mind, oh my God, girl, my mind was calm, baby. I was able to think, I was able to breathe. And I just felt like, I felt hopeful. I felt like hope is here, you know? So that's something I wanted to tell you girls. Your health is in, is, is, is essential to this whole healing process um, because you can do a lot of mental work, but if you're still putting garbage in your body, it, the two don't work together. This is all a mind, body, soul experience. Everything is. So just, you know, take heed to that. Um, the other thing that I did, or, you know, as far as this whole depression and, and, and some more advisement that I can give you is think about doing binaural beats. Okay. Binaural beats are sound waves pretty much that our brain understands. Now, with these binaural beats, you can find them, for instance, on YouTube. I listen to them every single day, at least twice to three times a day. You can, they have all different kinds of binaural beats. Girl, if you're trying to get money, you can put money binaural beats, see what pops up. You get out of depression, you want happiness, whatever. I, I suggest this to all my clients. 
I tell them, I send them links for YouTube and I'm like, Lou, listen to this, listen to this. I have some that have straight pulled themselves out of some dark places by listening to binaural beats. Binaural beats just helps you with this. It's like a communication directly to the brain. It can help rewire your brain. It can help calm the brain down. It gets into the brain because again, sometimes it's bigger than you. Okay. Sometimes it's depression. You know, it, it, it's so intense where you just like, how do you know, what do I do? These are outside resources in which you can use to help reprogram, to re, you know, start and re-jump your mindset. So that's another thing that you can think about doing by Neurobeats. This will help you just rewire a little bit, you know, calm down. Doing meditation is very helpful. Now, for me with meditation, girl, we still working at it. You know, we, 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 we are, um, we're repairing our relationship. Girl, I got to sit still. I don't know. I, I, I meditate in different ways in terms of I sit down sometimes and I just take deep breaths or I'll just sit in my car for like five, 10 minutes and I don't do anything. I don't look at my phone. I don't think about anything. And that's my form of meditation. But I want to get OG meditated. Like I want to, you know, like all the gurus, girls sitting down, doing my Zen shit, getting my life together. That's what I'm trying to do. OK, so that's my mission. I'm actually thinking about. Go ahead and just sign up for a little club, like a little yoga club or something where they do meditation. And that way I can just do it with other people. And maybe that'll help me like really get on point, you know? So that's something I'm working on as well. But meditation is definitely helpful. Now, the other thing, oh, excuse me, God, I had a little belch. Um, the, <laughs> the other thing that I want to say pertains to this depression is, okay, now we're going to get into the mental aspect, all right? Because there's some things you're going to have to just come to grips with. So for instance, some of us are depressed by trauma. So say someone did something to us, an accident happened, um, someone left us, we leave someone. We have a variety of different things that can take place that can cause you to be depressed. You just had a baby. Um, hell, you don't even quite know what sparked the depression. You just woke up one day not feeling yourself and you've been like this for a few months. Variety of different things. The main thing is the harsh crazy real reality is this shit is all in your head and probably mm, 70% of the stuff does not exist 70% of things that you're saying to yourself 70% of the trauma the replay the, the the bashing the questioning all of that shit is false information let me tell you how it's so false okay number one if somebody did something to you you have no idea why they did whatever they did to you even if they tell you because a lot of us are living in lies okay we're living in fake worlds doing fake things so if someone harmed you in any capacity honey please look just move on move on literally like what i mean is don't think about them don't think about the situation if the thought comes into your mind change it with something else you can just look out the window and say wow it's a beautiful sky out oh hey you know what i meant to go you know straighten up my room let me go ahead and straighten up my room that's how you start combating certain thoughts that's like a key thing if you get into negative thoughts you hear negative things roaming through your brain or whatever you're distracted by doing something else immediately but second the thought comes in you, you know you have enough self-control you say you know what i ain't having that thought today let me go do something else and the second you do that what's going to happen is you're going to stop fueling it you're going to stop giving it energy once you stop giving it energy you're going to be able to come to the reality of the situation see when the fire is hot you can't see what's really going on so you're focused on a whole different thing but what you have to focus in on is you can't control people you have no idea what people are going through at the end of the day people don't even know what the hell they're going through <laughs> okay like i'm telling you about your depression and i may be saying something to you that you didn't even know and you might be like what that's because you may not be aware of what's going on right now you know what i mean some people are depressed for years and have no idea that they're depressed 
It's because the story they tell themselves and it's all about the way you personally perceive a situation. So if someone wronged you, just let that shit go because it's already done. You understand now, if you're continuing to be wrong, that is your fault. That's, that's the reality. That's your fault because you're allowing someone to do something to you knowing that it's not right. How you know it's not right because it doesn't feel right in your spirit. It doesn't feel right in your soul. You understand? You and you are not in agreement. So at the end of the day, you're knowingly being hurt or being taken advantage of, things of that nature. So at the end of the day, just know that, okay? Now, I say that directly because if we're trying to change, we got to be honest with ourselves. You know what I'm saying? We can't just be like, oh, yeah, you know. No, 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 just be real, okay? Like, people are taking advantage of you because you allowed them to take advantage of you. People are hurting you because you allowed them to hurt you. So please get with that program. The second component of that is, though, even if you are experiencing this stuff, blah, 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 you must understand that, like, you have to tell yourself a different story, right? And then combat it, as I said before, with other activities. So, like, the thought comes in your mind, you start doing something else. And also, too, when it comes down to um, certain situations, analyze it for what it is, right? See, sometimes reality can help combat depression because sometimes we're telling ourselves fake things. We're in a fake reality. We're in a false world. So what happens is, is that we're living on a ideology. But then there's a reality because reality always lives. Okay. One plus one equals two all the way, all day, all day. Okay. So if someone hurts you, the reality of that is either you allowed them to hurt you. Okay. Or you, mm, I'm not saying you did anything a hundred percent. Like sometimes you could just, the wrong place in the wrong time is a theory that I kind of believe in. I kind of don't believe in strictly because everything happens for a reason. So it's like, how can I be in the wrong place at the wrong time? You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, um, <laughs> I do think that um, there comes a moment when, you know, you, you, you can't play victim. You know what I mean? You can't play victim and be like, you know what? I didn't do anything to this person. But then even when you do that, though, because we believe in law of attraction, you might find out that you did do something to spark this person to do this particular thing to you. Maybe it was your thought process. Maybe it was something that you say to yourself. You know, it was something that said, hey, this shit is cool. You know what I mean? And 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 somewhere in the law of attraction, the door was open and then boom, you allowed the situation to take place. So everything that happens to us is something has to do with us. But I'm not trying to get on you 100 percent, especially if somebody did something to you, you know. You, you, you can roll with the victim unit. That's cool. You know what I mean? Like, you know, we, we, because I've been a victim too. People have wronged me. I ain't did shit to them. You know what I mean? I did nothing at all. But at the same time, I did do something. Because see, what happened was the first time they started doing shit to me, I let the shit ride. I let it go. Okay. I just said, oh, yeah, you know, I make up excuses. You know how we all do. Somebody tells you, you know, oh, I'm sorry I did this. I'll be like, oh, you know what? That's okay. Because, you know, blah, blah, blah. You tell yourself this theory and this logic of why they did whatever they did. And then they turn around and do the same shit or do some other shit to you a couple of weeks later. And then you tell yourself a whole nother story of why they're doing what they're doing. And then the thing is, is that then when you get to the point where you're fed up, okay, and then you want something different, then that's when you play victim. And then you say, oh my God, this person hurt me. But in reality, they've been doing crazy stuff. You just never defended yourself. Okay. That's just, that's just, you know, there's just a piece just to think about. Okay. But when it comes down to this whole depression thing, you understand it's all up in your head. You know what I mean? It's it's literally in your head. And, and, and like I was saying before, you have to look at reality. Okay? Reality. Map out reality. Deal with the truth. I talk about this. You know what I'm saying? The truth hurts. The truth can bother you. The truth can really crumble you up in a ball. But that's only if you're not prepared for it. Because reality is what it is. You can't change reality, baby. You know what I mean? Like you can, of course, put in work and effort. Blah, blah, blah. You can change what you're looking at in your perspective. But what I'm saying is, is that some things are just what they are. 
Okay. So how do we heal? How do we move past? Now that we're looking at life in reality, now that we realize that maybe the depression is caused by us and we just allow people to, 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 to just do whatever they want to do. What do we do now? Okay. How do we heal? Cause I'm tired of being depressed. Okay. I told you some stuff already, right? As far as the health component, as far as the binaural beats is concerned, as far as looking at things in a reality, understand that this stuff is all up inside of your head. How do you heal right now? How now that we know this stuff, how do we implement it? How do we move on? Per day, you're going to have to set up a regimen for yourself. This is going to take real work every single day. The, the real work comes into this. You're going to have to work out. You're going to have to have it organized what you're eating for the day. You're going to have to have a schedule in place for your day. And also to hold yourself accountable. Okay. You're going to have to be your own little coach and tell yourself in your head, get up. I can do this. We got this. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. Pat yourself on the back when you have small accomplishments. Even if you got up and washed your ass today. Okay. You say, girl, I'm so happy we look clean. I'm so happy we are fresh. Thank God. Okay. Even if you don't believe in God, it's just a, it's just a, a phrasing. Okay. Because, you know, I don't promote religion. It's just a phrasing. Okay. All I'm saying to you is, is, is you be thankful. Okay. Then what you do from there is you allow these wins to help build your momentum to get you to a higher win. Okay. But also too, though, you know, as I said, you, you create these daily regimen for yourself. So like, I'm gonna give you a, a more realistic example. If you work early in the morning, okay. I'm talking about early in the morning. You got to get up and go to work. You're going to have to get up a little bit early, maybe an hour and a half earlier. So you can get into a routine. Work out for 15 to 30 minutes per day. That means sit-ups, jumping jacks, girl, do something. Now, if it's too early, don't take your ass outside trying to go run and all that. No, safety first, okay? From the bad bitch manuals, please pay attention to your surroundings, okay? Because it's real out here, girl. They're trying to get us, girl. But anyway, I got a story I'm going to tell you girls about, too. Girl, somebody was following me yesterday. Girl, I was driving. They followed me like three different times that I turned. Girl, I was a sped off on them so fast. I was so nervous. I'm like, uh-uh. So anyway, yeah, pay attention to your surroundings, okay? But the thing is, is that, you know, you have to get up a little bit earlier and work out. Then on top of that, you got to have your meal planning. Like if you're not a breakfast person, make smoothies. You're going to have to invest in a little baby blender. They cost somewhere between 10 and $20 at the Walmart. Get yourself a blender, baby, and get you some fruits and stuff. Pre-organize it for the week. Get some plastic containers like I talked to y'all about and get your stuff chopped up, organized for that smoothie. So all you got to do is just dump it in and you're ready to go. Okay, but you're going to need to do that. You need to have, you know, that, that jump start of the day, that exercise and also to that food in there. Now, as far as your day is concerned, try to be productive. What that means is, is that you can do your traditional working, you know, or going to school or whatever you do. But every down moment that you have invest into enrichment. So, for instance, I look at YouTube videos like uh, YouTube channels, I should say, like School of Life or I watch um who else i be watching um the improvement peel um things like that things that are going to get you to thinking things that are going to get you simulated and things are going to help you get to the next level because at this point you're going to need to get to the next level you're going to have to start preparing yourself for what's next for you not focusing on what's happening right now focusing on what you want next so if you want to be more sociable start watching videos on being more sociable you want to build a business you want to get your lifestyle organized in some other degrees outside of your depression you want to start a new career whatever you want to do start watching videos and reading books that's going to lead you to that. I would say videos though, because sometimes with the books, your your brain can start working too much. You know what I mean? And then you start thinking about your depression, start thinking about the people, and then you mess around not even reading a damn book. But videos is, you know, especially if they are entertaining, colorful, you know, exciting, whatever, and can keep you engaged. And what you do is every time you have downtime, that means during your lunch periods, that means, you know, when, when you're in transition, if you're on the bus, on the train, you have a few minutes, you watch something that's going to improve you, okay? 
eventually you're going to be able to change that and watch things that entertain you. Because the beginning, though, watch stuff that improves you. The next thing you do, you want to start doing maybe I want to say maybe two weeks, three weeks afterwards. Start watching things that entertain you. Okay, so like for me, I like to watch certain things on Netflix. I, lo- I love cooking shows, so I watch cooking shows. I'll sit like 30 minutes a day and just sit down and watch cooking show on my phone. I love that. It, it gets me recharged, rejuvenated. It makes me happy. So when I go out into the world, I'm filled. My cup is filled because I did something for myself. Okay, so that's something to think about. Now, when it comes down to, though, your everyday moves and, and everything outside of work, outside of that routine, you're going to need to be a little bit more organized, having a bedtime having a time frame where you do everything. Like if you're going out with friends, if you're going to be on your phone, timing yourself. Now, don't get crazy. Now, understand that like everything is not going to go according to plan, but at least you have a plan. Sometimes the plan is what you need that that keeps you grounded, especially with depression because you're so shaky. So you want to make sure that, you know, you um, have some type of foundation, your little control, if you will. That's what the schedule is for. Now, the other thing is, is that you're going to have to start telling yourself different stories throughout the day. Start off your day with being grateful and thankful. You know, I told you girls that I do that. I lay in the bed and I just pray and I just thank God. And I'm just like, boom, you know, thank you for, for, for getting me here. Again, I'm not into religion. I, I, I thank God as, as an entity. You know, that's how I was raised. I was raised Christian. So my philosophies, my thoughts, blah, blah, blah. I say God. But as far as understanding principle and spirituality, that's a whole nother conversation. Okay. But at the end of the day, um, that's what I do. I'm very thankful and I'm grateful. So that's what I do before I get out of bed. But also too, I started doing some new stuff with affirmations. Now, if you got the BB manual, you can start doing those affirmations and you can look on the uh, podcast um, Instagram page. And I have some pages of um, affirmations and stuff. Start doing your affirmations, selling yourself. I am beautiful. I am successful. I am enough. I am loved, blah, blah, blah. Start ranting that shit, especially in the shower while you're getting yourself prepared. Okay. In the middle of the day, you need a little reminder. That's the stuff that you're going to need to reprogram your mind. Cause once you reprogram your mind, you can beat this damn depression. Okay. And start living a fr- more fruitful life because I know, cause I beat it. I didn't know how I was going to beat it. I did not know if I was going to beat it. I really thought it was going to take me out of here. Honestly and truly, I did not think I would be talking to you right now. Okay. Because I was done, baby. I was done with life. I was done with people. I was done with every, I was done with my damn self, girl. I was tired of trying, tired of talking, just tired. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just tired, girl. Stick a fork in me. But at the end of the day, I overcame it. And I know the things that I just told you in this podcast episode will help you. It will. Okay. And the last thing I want to say is start journaling. Okay. Journaling to get your thoughts out. Journaling to map out your future. Journaling to just release yourself. Okay. You can write stories. You can do whatever. Journaling to me is just all about putting pen to paper. Okay. And talking about whatever your heart desires. But it's also too, it's just a release system. You know, and if you have someone you can talk to that will just listen to you and won't judge you and won't say shit, which is not too many people, you can talk to them too, you know, and and allow yourself to vent and connect in that way. Or if not, just get you a journal, okay? But at the end of the day, you can beat this depression, baby. Take these tips, run with it. There's tons of other stuff that you could do, but for the most part, it's in your brain. You just have to reprogram your brain, come to reality of the situation, forgive people. You know what I mean? If people done wrong, you know, done you wrong, whatever, fuck it. Just say, charge it up to the game, baby. It's tons of people that have been wronged. Your, your story is not extremely unique. So please don't, don't be, play, don't play victim too long. Okay. Play victor. Cause I know you a bad bitch. Now you can get out of this. Okay. And even if you're a man listening to this, okay. You bad too. Okay. You a man, you got a dick, you know, swing that bad boy. Stop walking around here 
being all beating yourself up looking all sad lift your damn head up when you're walking down the street girl enjoy some of this vitamin c vitamin d excuse me you know what i mean get get into it start living your best life start planning out your shit think about what you're gonna do for the next six months instead of just focusing on today sometimes you have to go bigger that's the one thing about depression you got to go past today past tomorrow past your current thoughts and just dive deep drink that water though that water help you a lot that that that's the first step so drink that water telling you to change it all right i love you girls so much i hope this episode helped uh blessings to you i know you're going to be able to get through this cat got your back trust me okay and if i have to do a part two just let me know because i'll give you more tips and more insight all right i love you girls deeply and dearly be sure to follow me on instagram at i am caduro also to follow the um podcast page at bad bitch radio podcast and i will talk to you girls soon i love you deeply and dearly ciao